Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome to Frozen Shows, the show of two brothers forcing each other to watch shows. Sometimes they like them, sometimes they don't. I am Josiah, aka Molly67, and with me, as always, I have my buddy, my pal, my bro, Austin. Austin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Hey, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm doing pretty, pretty good. Um, I have my vacation off this week. Um, I have the full week off. I was supposed to have it off for Final Fantasy and Walker. Unfortunately, uh, it got pushed back two weeks before this week. So I have, uh, my vacation times was not, did not sync after that, but that it sucks, but they have to do what they got to do for the game. And I understand that. Um, but other than that, I've just been, uh, chilling, chilling at my house, um, playing video games all day and just, uh, watching TV shows. Cause what else am I going to do? Um, yeah. How, how about you, man? Like, I, I wish I could tell you there was, there was better things, but it's like, no, that's, that's, that's it. That's all I've been doing, man. Like that's 110%. No, it's just been pretty much I've been playing Halo Infinite. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, with a bunch of the guys. And uh, you started playing now. Mm-hmm. So we played a couple times now. And now uh, my other buddies are getting into it. And I was like, man, I didn't think you were going to download it because he said he wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's like, they got me at free. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, it's a free game. Why not? Yeah. Um, I, I was I was explaining that. Like me and a couple of the guys were talking about too. And it's like Halo is going to lose out on a lot of money making their multiplayer free, mm-hmm. but they may be able to really rack in some money off of their. Uh, I guess you can call it like money, the transactions, like in-game transactions. Microtransactions. Micro. Thank you. That's what it was. I couldn't think of yeah. what they call it, but they're they're going to make yeah. some good money on microtransactions. Oh yeah. They may some need the to adjust their prices, seen, though. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some of their skins, though. Like, that that samurai skin looks really cool. Yeah. All, um, all I see is Stormtrooper, which, are like, you know, Stormtroopers yeah. and, um, uh, uh, I, I said Stormtroopers, but I can't, Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. Star Wars is, is based off of, like, Middle Eastern style. It's yeah. like, the Jedis are straight up samurai. Yeah. And the armor of Darth Vader and the stormtroopers is supposed to represent like samurai. That's why they have like certain motifs. And so looking at it, I'm like, oh no, this makes complete sense. Why they didn't do this earlier? I, well, I guess they technically did in uh, Halo 3 with the Hayabusa armor, but that was more of a reference to uh, Ninja Gaiden. Or, yeah. Was it Ninja Gaiden? There was another Ninja game. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden is the game I always think of whenever I think of like ninja games, but I believe there is uh, there's like other very popular ninja games, but that's mm-hmm. the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like that game's been fun. Also, um, Cowboy Bebop came out this weekend. I've already yeah. watched it. I'm sure you've already watched it. Yeah. Um. Actually, I had two shows come out this week. I had Cowboy Bebop and a series that I'm going to make you watch okay. uh, sooner or later called Wheel of Time. Um, okay. Yeah, I know uh, since we were fans of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I think you're going to like this book series and I think you'll get into this book series. Okay. It really reminds me of George R. R. Martin and how he wrote Game of Thrones and how this reality is. 
it's mm-hmm. kind of like you know you like lord of the rings and stuff like that so i think you'll like this kind of show okay. um like me as how weird it sounds i like the fantasy realm of lord of the rings but i just don't like lord of the rings interesting um, Huh. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I think it's because the movies don't hold up a lot to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was forced to watch them. Mm. And I got to a point where I just felt that I was just watching them just to watch them. And I never got in the realm. And then I read the books and I actually enjoy the books a lot. The Hobbit is probably my favorite book, but I've watched the Hobbit movies and they're not good, mm. <laughs> in my opinion. No, um, I understand that. But it, but it's interesting because like I like Game of Thrones and I like all that fantasy stuff and Wheel of Time is like to me like my Game of Thrones. Uh, well, it's like my Lord of the Rings, oh, okay. where okay. It, it, it's <laughs> been around for a long time and not as not as long as you know Tolkien's mm-hmm. books, but it's it's up there in like one of my favorite fantasy book series. So. We'll have to see. I know uh, the first three episodes are available now, and then they're going to come out every Friday. Um, they're doing the same thing with um, Dexter right now, because Dexter just came out too a couple weeks ago. Like um, a lot of people don't know this, but Dexter um, ended on a bad, bad taste, <laughs> like a terrible I, season. I, I've heard like a lot of people who talk about Dexter is like the last season that was original was or whatever was not very good, but. The only reason I ever started watching that series was because mm-hmm. one of my favorite comedian actors was in it, uh, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Dick Sullivan in Third Rock from the Sun. Okay. Uh, that's probably the show you remember, The Dad. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I do know him. Yeah, yeah he plays uh, one of the serial killers in, that, in, I think, season three, The Trinity Killer. So I enjoyed it, and then Showtime was like, you know what? We should, like, revive it. And this season so far, I have been glad that they've done something where they've tried to revive this because uh, it was. Well, it's they need way their better. money. They need well, their yeah. money. True. Like, how True. else are they going to do it? But yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I, the the funny thing is, is whenever you said Third Rock from the Sun, um, mm-hmm. I get that show, and um, I think it's like Thirty Rock or something like that. it's like a comedy show or whatever i get those two mixed up and so whenever you said third rock from the sun i thought of comedy show third rock Mm. not third rock from the sun which is that old comedy uh uh sitcom i guess is what it was yeah yeah Yeah. from the 90s yeah yeah with john lithgow joseph gordon levitt george gordon levitt is the character i always think about because i'm like that's the first time i've seen him Oh yeah, and Frenchie Stewart. He's he's the yeah. only one that I like. And he's in Community too. He was uh, in yeah. the yeah. Community. Yep. He's he's just his impersonator too, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. That I mean, those are all great things, Austin, but that's unfortunately um it was good talking with you, but that's not why we're here. We are here no. to talk about some stranger things that have been happening Ooh. around. Uh specifically cool. Stranger Things season one. Mm-hmm. Uh whew. Yeah, let's let's dive into it. So, uh, this is my first time watching the full season. Uh, I'll give a little backstory for me personally. Um, I, when this first came out, me and my friends were all like, "Oh, let's watch it! Like, we need to all sit down and watch it together." And I thought we made it like 
four, five, six episodes in. Like, I thought I made it through almost the whole season before I kind of went like, all right, I'm out. Um, turns out I made it to, like, season three. I mean, episode three or two. <laughs> yep. Because um, yep. I, 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 I got to when Barb was at the pool with, like, her bloody finger going in the water. That's the last, gotcha. that's the last I, thing I, I remember. That's the episode that I tell people after that episode. It really picks up, and it becomes a really good show. Mm-hmm. I tell, uh, I said the same thing like uh, my buddy Titan. Um, mm-hmm. I knew this would be right up his alley. I knew he would love this show. So about three years ago, when this first came out, it was the second season was about to release, and I told him, I said, "Hey, you need to watch this show. If you liked X Files and the whole realm of that." Um, I think you'll like Stranger Things. And he watched the third episode. And so he started the show at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And he said, I text him the next day. I was like, so how's that show now? And he goes, I didn't get I didn't get a reply. And I was like, oh, no, maybe he didn't really like the show. And then he texts me at 9 p.m. that night. And he goes, I slept the whole day. And I said, what happened? He's like, I binge watched the rest of the series. Mm. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, after episode three, like after you told me, it really picks up. And I said, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> yep. So you, you you made it only like to episode three at that time, close to that. Yeah, I, I don't exactly know which episode it was that I got to. Um, but I just know it was Barb. Like it was whenever Barb gets taken. Um, and I, I, I didn't really care for it at that time. So being told to watch it this time i'm like yeah i, I knew this would come because you always told me that i would probably should watch it and everything else but it wasn't something that i was kind of jumping to uh watch um but you know what um i'd say it's a it's a pretty solid series like a season at least i don't know about the rest of the series because we're just i'm just i'm just now starting it yeah. um unfortunately there are some plot points that are ruined because there's so many seasons prior to this and i lose that initial impact um so the first one being is the end of the season with 11 disappearing Mm -hmm. you're supposed to kind of be led with this thought process that she self-sacrificed herself but because the promotional material for the show continues after this point Mm-hmm. um just be just logging on netflix she's plastered on it on a different look than oh, what yeah. she is and so it's like well that that twist isn't huge there's nothing big there um because of their promotional material mm-hmm. um and i know like at least the main cast is fine i don't know about these other characters which we we should just like sit here and just start diving into the the season. Yeah. But the, but yeah. before we do that, I do want to ask you how did you find out about this? Because of course I, I just explained how I learned about season Stranger Things, watched a little bit of it, quit, and then rewatched it for you. What about you, Austin? How did you like? Were you part of the first wave? The like what was it? Uh, so actually, what happened was I had the same thing happen to me like you. Mm-hmm. where i watched the first couple episodes and i got to the last of the third episode and i was like this show is boring mm-hmm. it's like i, I don't want to sit here and watch the show anymore it's like i just don't want to so about three months went by and then i was bored nothing came out at that time um the time this came out 
you know, Daredevil just finished up, like, season two, season three. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was season two, actually. And I was like, man, I have nothing to watch. And at the time, Jessica Jones just happened, and Luke Cage, and everything like that. But there was nothing to watch on Netflix. So, at the time, we didn't have HBO Max, you know, and Hulu. I really didn't have anything on Hulu, and Disney Plus wasn't a thing. So, the only things I could watch was Netflix, pretty much, or YouTube. Mm. So, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to just watch more ep- one more episode of Stranger Things, and luckily I did because that was the episode that I got hooked. And I was like, okay, this is starting to get interesting now, and I have to figure out what's going on in this town. And uh, before you know it, I started watching it. So I started, I binged it, and then uh, I started telling people that I loved, you know, or people that are my friends. I'm like, hey, you have to watch this series. You have to watch the series and then before you know it, it got into so many people watching it and at the time you were you, i told you about it but i wasn't a you know like i wasn't always coming around and being like hey let's watch this together hey let's watch this together it was more of like hey you need to watch this this yeah. is totally you, you it's the equivalent it. of it's the equivalent of how me and you would talk about being like hey you should breaking watch bad. breaking bad and i'd be like oh okay never watch it <laughs> yeah so this is exactly how that turned out with that but i was mm. part of the first wave but then it took me a while just mm. to get to re just to watch it so yeah okay all right sounds good awesome so let's let's start digesting also i i looked it up it was mm. chat it was uh episode two is where i dropped which is mm. hilarious because i yeah. thought i was much farther in it <laughs> um there is, I mean, I definitely get this this feeling, and I'm, I'm sure that this will continue at least to some degree, or at least it they built it really heavily in this season. I don't know about, it. but there's the heavy overarching theme of D and D in this uh, series. Oh yeah. Like okay, it, what is it confirmed that the monster that they fought in this season is called the Demi Gorgon? Yes. Is that is that legit? Because I don't think anyone that called is- it the Demi Gorgon outside of Will saying the Demi Gorgon got me. But that, I they, thought that was a reference to the first episode. They, yeah, that's what they do call it from now on. They call it the Demogorgon. Okay, I'm, um, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I, I do yeah. like how they all kind of sit there and talk it through. Which, side note, call it down the first episode. Like I Even though like I watched the first two episodes, I forgot what happened in most of them. I just mm-hmm. remembered Barb and being like, all right, well, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the second the kid's like, and a Demogorgon appears! My brain... <laughs> Because I'm I'm a DM in real life, right? Yeah. Um, I I play D and D a lot, and my brain went like, "Wait, where's the initiative? Why didn't you guys roll initiative? He's just attacking. Because is it a surprise round? Why is the one wizard get to cast a spell? You can't cast spells as a reaction. Like, what's going on here? Like, this is I I guess it would be edition first edition because yeah. uh, first um, edition's really weird. Like, well, I don't know. I, I I was around when first edition, like I played D&D when first edition and uh, like when a lot of people were playing first edition at that time and I hated it. It like compared to the fifth edition, the fifth edition will always be the best edition right now compared to mm-hmm. any past ones or the future ones that come out. I really think the fifth edition is probably the best way to teach people and the easiest way to grasp the game of Dungeons and Dragons um but yeah, yeah go ahead <laughs> yeah no it, it wasn't it's not that at all so like the 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 thing that gets me like 
I don't, I don't know what first edition. Maybe this is all completely like a first edition thing, and I just will never know because I've never played first edition. But like Fireball. Uh, well, first off, there was no initiative roll. I don't know if that's that's normal in first edition or not. Um, and then the other thing is, it's like the wizard's like, okay, I can cast protection or I can cast fireball. And all these hits are like fireball at fireball, except for the ones like use protection, blah, blah. And then he's like, okay, I roll. And I'm like, wait, fireball is a dex save, not an attack roll. The demigorgon has to make a dex save, not you attack mm -hmm. it. And so I just, I don't know, like my brain kind of broke when I watched that scene. I'm like, am I, do I, like, I guess maybe first edition fireball didn't, did require attack roll or, or, or something. I don't know. I have to look into it because that legitly hung me up for like a good 20 to 30 minutes as I was watching the episode, just being like, the kid shouldn't have rolled it, unless he was rolling for damage. He shouldn't have rolled. But then why didn't the DM roll a deck save or something like that? I don't know. It was interesting, but um, it was obviously like a foretelling of what events to come in that single episode. I thought it was going to take longer, but they did instantly because he's like, the Demogorg got me. I only got seven. I'm like, well, just because you failed your attack doesn't mean you instantly die. But I guess in this situation, it does because boy, did that that boy get taken quickly. Like he did not think things through at all. It was it was it was a. Uh, it was funny. It was interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, season one, th th there was multiple like D and D like hookups, so that's why I wanted to ask that question. Hmm. Um, even like, I don't know. Uh, they they like mentioned like the upside down or whatever it is, and they make it parallel to the. Um, I can't even remember what the, what the uh, D D version of it was called, but like the in between or or whatever they call it, like the mirror universe of yeah of the world. I'm I'm still confused on how the physics of that world works. Is it like as things are being moved or placed in the real world, they're moved in place in the parallel world, or um, is it like time passes and then it just materializes in the other world? Because like th this is my honest question that I have, right? This is hard. What what's her name? Uh, um, Will's mom, the main character, yeah. Renault Ryder. She puts up those light bulbs everywhere. Yeah. So as she's putting up those light bulbs, does Will see those light bulbs moving around like someone's doing something, or is it like they just randomly appear once they sit there for so long? Cause he was able to talk with her with them. So it's like, obviously he must see them in some capacity, mm. but like you never see him walking and things moving. Like there was that time, um, what's her face? What's um the main kid's sister's name? Nancy, I think her name is. Yeah, Nancy. When Nancy's in the shadow realm or whatever, her, she was standing right next to, uh, what's his face? Uh, the, the, the other buyer's kid. I'm, I'm, I don't, I still don't remember most of their names. I'll be honest okay. here. The only character I remember really is L or Ellie oh, okay. or 11. Cause that's easy. So, so the, the, the preppy guy that beats up, uh, no, not him. The, the, the buyer's well, Steve, yeah. but, uh, you're talking about, uh, I'm talking about the stalker kid who yeah. didn't deserve to have his camera broken, but at the same time, he kind of had it coming. I don't know what to say about him. Like, man, I know that dude's 
Will Byers? I want to say Will, but it's not. Will's the little kid. Yeah, Will's the little kid. So I'm thinking it's... uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Byers. Okay, yeah, because his mom's Joyce. Yeah. I know that there is two. John Byers, yeah. So whenever she's in the other world yelling for him, like, where are you? And then they're apparently like, I guess the parallel is that they're next to each other, but they're in different planes. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the bat just appearing? Because she dropped it when she entered in. Wouldn't the bat be on that side as well? Because it's just an object? Or do the storyline only move certain objects to the parallel? I don't know. They, these are just things I have a question. Because mm-hmm. whenever they capture the Demigorgon in the house with Steve and Nancy and, and John, and they light on fire and everything, they have the trap there. Like the trap is the object there. But then whenever you see it from the mom's point of view, the trap's not there, but the blood and everything's still there. But the lights are there. Yeah. So it's like, what's the differential between the lights and the traps and everything? Is it like time? Is it, I don't know. Maybe this is something that's explained later in the series, but it legitly like, I, I don't know how or what to say. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this now, like, obviously, the cop, Hopper, which I, I do end up liking. At first, I didn't like him, but I, I started liking him. Right. Um, He's, like, leaving those little food things at the end of the series, and he puts the egos in there. And you assume, like, oh, he's doing it for L, so L's still out there, which mm. I knew from the, the stuff that was going on. Netflix spoiled it yeah. before I even got the chance to look, but... um. I'm just wondering if if we see a scene where Elle's in the upside down world and she opens that and there is food in it and she eats the food, I'm going to be upset because I will not understand the world of the upside down at all because it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. It's, gotcha. it's, it's, it's one of those things like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh my, I don't understand and I want to understand. See, that's, that's what I, I love I about the show. And, I, and you're experiencing you're experiencing exactly how I felt season one after I finished it was this mystery that you're sucked into that you want to solve. And, there, and, and like you're explaining exactly how I felt when I was going through the first season when I didn't have season two. Because mm-hmm. right now you can, you can get off this podcast and go watch season two. And you're going to get a lot of answers that you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And I can't say any of that stuff <laughs> because, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it spoils season two. But what it's, I will say, it, it's not even like answers. It's more of like inconsistency in the story. Yeah. Right. Is my, I'm my big thing. And, and I guess maybe the inconsistency of the plot holes or whatever is what they can solve mm-hmm. in other seasons to give the world more fluff. But I don't know. Go, go on. What were you were saying? I think this was also the show that Netflix started becoming a household name uh with well, original content yeah yeah um you know and it, it it some of the story i don't remember some of it going forward about if they explain any of this stuff but there is a couple things that you have said that they explained okay um i just don't remember how great detail they went into um little little bit of explanation on some of those would go a long way like if they just yeah. say like the longer an object goes in the um, real world without moving that become like materializes in the, the, the alternate world, it would make complete and utter sense, you know? Cause it just, it doesn't make 
certain things don't make sense to me mm-hmm. and all it needs is just a quick little explanation and then done i it's off the the back end i don't have to think about it anymore um because that that i don't know that was just something that that, that i uh i wondered about for for uh majority of this thing uh also i will say dustin yo he's my vmp man he's he's one of my favorite characters um so so why why do you like dustin what what what's something that shined that he shined in season one that you are like he's the he's the glue friend he's the glue friend you know what i mean by that like he's the one who keeps everyone together without like He's the one who points out to Will and to what's his name? Uh, him. Their their other friend. I can't. Oh, um, Lucas. Yeah, he points out to to Will and Mike and Lucas that he's like, look, you guys are best friends. Luke, uh, Mike, you you pushed him first. You started, it. and that's the role of first blood. You have to apologize, and that's just how it is friends like he's just very like straightforward like hey man like you were in the wrong he was also in the wrong but you're the one who started it you need to apologize first he will follow and and like he's the glue friend like every every friendship that has more than like two or three people there's always that one person who's the glue friend who keeps people together now it sucks being the glue friend because you're kind of solving other people's problems and sometimes you're just kind of like i'm done like i'm tired i don't want to do this for you all i'm not your mom but at other times you know you you are what keeps the friendships together and that's what dustin was also like does dustin have like they they explain it in the first episode i think it is he has like some like uh i don't don't know if it would be considered like a disease or a uh like a list birth yeah they they called it like decessius i can't yeah, I think it's when his teeth don't grow properly. Yeah, I think yeah. That's what that that disease is or whatever, and he has like a lisp. He's like that, like that when he talks. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, it's it's like I can't even say that if I want to. I just I just looked at it. I'm like kudos to him for saying. It. Yeah, because because at first I noticed it. I'm like, oh, he has a little bit of lisp. I, I it's kind of cool. He has he has a character mm-hmm. thing, and then they explain it. I'm like, I wonder if it's something that. Like it slowly grows out of him or, or anything like that. I, I don't know. I, I this is my first time I ever heard of this disease. So, mm-hmm. hey, good job. You you opened me up to new things. I'm, I'm I'm down to learn things. But I like Dustin a lot. Dustin is one of my favorite character. I also like Mike because I don't know why, but Finn Finn Wolfhard, the guy who plays Mike, uh, mm-hmm. the the kid, um, he was on ingrams yeah as like a guest and he's a super super chill kid like whenever he was on there i'm just like i don't i know what this kid's in mm-hmm. he's pretty cool i like i like his vibe so i enjoy yeah, a lot I think, but. I think he's going really well uh especially his career is getting hype now mm. uh he was in uh the first chapter of it then oh uh, yeah i thought all of them were character um not all of them only uh, okay two of them yeah two of them were in it uh, okay. um it was him and i forget the other person I forget which one it was i know it was just him yeah it was just him it was hmm. just that because the other guys were different different actors yeah um 
because later on um in it part two who plays his role is um oh what's his name the guy that does the voice of uh morbius in uh the sandman audible oh mcelroy yeah James McElroy. Him, and then the other boy is played by bill Hader. Which Bill Hader <laughs> yeah. is the only reason I even watched it. Chapter two and liked liked that part. Interesting. Um, yeah. Don't look so, at Bill Hader and think horror yeah. movie. Sorry, I'm grabbing myself another drink. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I, I bought uh, the. I like this. Is not like a promotional thing or whatever. I guess it kind of is, but like I oh, love dude, bubbly it's like passion fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's I like bubbly, and yeah. my local uh, my local uh, grocery store is having a three for ten sale. So I totally bought another thirty dollars worth of it, <laughs> and so I've just been—I'll I'll do this quickly and then I'll put it back. But just all the cans that I've already drank in the last day. Oh wow! It's—it's—it's yep. it's, it's pretty insane. That sounds uh, like me. I do yeah. the same thing. I just—I just—I just shut them down. But yeah, no, I—I like—I like him as an actor. I think it's great. I honestly, everyone in this show is very well good. Like good actors i didn't feel like any characters was kind of hamming it up really at all um i will say steve i believe his name is her the boyfriend boyfriend nancy oh joe yeah yeah steve steve yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i i they did an amazing job turning him 180 on me i was surprised because I went from hating his guts throughout the whole thing to being oh, yeah. like, okay, maybe we should give this guy a second chance. Just in like 20 minutes when he tells off his two other friends, he leaves. He goes back to the place where he spray painted everything and he asks to uh, clean up everything. Then he shows up to Joe Byer's house to apologize to him. <laughs> like that's something that like someone who's really trying to make a difference would do he won't wait to meet him again he actually went to his house to apologize and then that's when he got sucked into the whole demigorgon thing and he goes to run like a chicken and then he ends up coming back in there and saving them with the baseball bat which was an epic fight like i really thought that like choreography and how it was done with the lights flashing and them fine very well good set piece i i enjoyed that fight substantially um and yeah from that episode long i'm like okay no i i'll give this guy a second chance don't know if i'll like him if he doesn't if he doesn't keep down this path maybe not but i'm okay with this um do not care for his other friends i despise them i wish they would have got sent to the upside down not barb barb was being a really good friend and she got killed and i was so upset with that I'm like, that sucks, man. Barb was a nice person. She was trying to be there for Nancy. Nancy tells her to go. And then Barb gets taken. Not only gets taken, gets straight up murdered. She's dead. Yeah. Unless dead. she appears again in a different season or whatever. When Elle went into the the submersion tank or whatever it was, saw her mm. and she's like all bleh. Mm. It's like, she's gone. And I'm like, Barb didn't deserve that. No, she didn't. It it makes you feel like because that's how I felt when I first watched. It's like, why did Barb mm-hmm. have to die? Couldn't it be like the free, the creepy buyer's boy? Because like at that time, I really wasn't really into Jonathan because he was just like creeping with the camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, I kept calling we'll him Joe. Him. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, yeah. Uh, but 
you know, or or like the other guy that hung out with Steve that Steve ended up like beating the crap out of. <laughs> no, Steve didn't beat him up. He, so it was Jonathan oh, wait, who beat yeah. up uh, Steve, and then yeah. Steve went to fight his friend, and his friend's like, "What? What are you going to do? You going to fight me? Oh, you couldn't right. even take on the like the crazy Jonathan virus. You have no chance with me." Yeah, and I was instantly cool. like, "I I hope the Demi Gorgon shows up at your house." <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. I was like, "Whatever, Steve." Because that's the thing. Like, I'm going to tell you this, Steve. Like, my favorite characters of this season mm. has to be there's there's three people that I love this season. Yeah, and it's Steve is one of them. Really, uh, and he's still one of my favorite characters to date. Um, okay, his, but that means they story, they keep him going. His story in season two is amazing. Hopper mm. is my second. I love David Harbour. Uh, that's the guy that plays Hopper. Okay. He played, uh, he got dealt a really crappy hand uh, in his acting career. Uh, mm -hmm. He had to, he was the new Hellboy. Um, and it was just a terrible movie. He was in a movie that was just not really great. So. Hmm. I mean, he looks like he's in uh, a pretty good handful of... Uh... Mm -hmm shows and whatnot which that's good for him because i i will say he's he's a good actor uh the emotional scene at the end of the series with uh them trying to like bring will back to life because yeah. they they pull out the stick which i will say i i highly noticed the cg whenever they're pulling out it i'm just like that that's just cg <laughs> like it's it's easy yeah. to tell that um but then once they have him on the ground he's like i'm going to do chest compression you give him air every so many seconds and when they start interlacing that with the video of him at the hospital with like his daughter and cancer caught me off guard. I knew they mentioned that his daughter died earlier in the series. I did not expect it because of cancer. That was like heart wrenching. And then like how they laid it over. It actually got me like tearing up. I was like, dang dude, this hopper guy has so much more of backstory and he's just like, he's trying his best. And yeah. when Will came back to life, I was just like, thank you. I didn't want that for <laughs> having Will die is one thing. Having his mom grieve is another thing. They need to live. But like Hopper needed that as like a like a personal morale boost to like be a better person. Because oh, it was just so funny how like he went from being a basic um like i'm just a cop trying to find this lost kid to just there's a conspiracy man and they're coming down like a ton of bricks on us and we have to figure it all out like when he goes through his whole like trailer and he starts like you know like disassembling the lights and everything i like lost it he was like he's like that creepy uncle that's like they're in it he, he kind of reminds me of Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. No, no. Maybe like Dale Gribble after his first like police arrest yeah, or whatever. And then he I'm starts saying. distrusting the law. But like, I don't know. It was funny to me that he found out that they were bugging his house. Which. What, Question. What, was, was their plan the whole time to be like, we'll just give him a bunch of pill and knock him off at his house. And he'll think he just slept the whole thing off. I'm was that their plan? That was a dumb plan if it was. I plead the fifth on this. Okay. I plead the fifth on it. I can't I can't say Okay. I'm just I'm just saying it was a dumb plan if that's their plan. I'm not gonna tell you what answers you'll get, but like I'll just say I plead the fifth on it, so then you'll Yeah. Well maybe. Well we know at the end of the season 
he gets picked up by them. And I assume what they're going to do is like work with him to make sure that they can continue their research without being intercepted. And in return, they will not like string hold him along or anything like that. Because obviously they not only went into the um, the upside down or whatever it was, they were able to go in there, rescue someone and come back. That is so valuable when it comes to um, research and development. Having someone who went in, survived and came back. Oh, yeah. They would be dumb to throw him out, like to just kill him and get him over with. So I'm interested in him. I know he'll continue through the series because he was like the pivotal character, but I've seen series where they kill off characters like that. Um, and I don't know, does Win- Winona Ryder continue through this series? Because I feel oh, like, yeah. okay, she yeah. does. She's like one that uh, she's like the biggest name actor on this season. What's weird about this series is usually like how series usually roll is, mm-hmm. you know, some characters drop off. Yeah, but like series- I assumed was going to happen doesn't do that it keeps those characters and it adds a cast mm-hmm. like it keeps adding on to the cast and they never drop those characters because i was like man maybe you know are they going to drop this person because like how are they going to like advance the storyline and then like you're like oh wow okay that's how they did it um so overall like <sighs> characters go through a lot and uh they also get like the main characters like one of my favorite characters is a side character in the show but he's so funny and mm. so people loved him so much that he's been put into like more writing roles like more speaking roles okay and that is the science teacher dr oh I, yeah I, I forget his man name. i wish i had someone like that growing up in high school man <laughs> someone who i also side note the conversation that dustin had with him about the uh uh deprivation tank yeah. Well, whatever he calls him, he's just like, he's like, maybe we'll talk about this on Monday. He's like, hey, you told us to never stop asking questions because finding knowledge is important. Why are you hiding this knowledge? Oh, man. <laughs> he yeah, made like. Mr. Clark is his name. Yeah. So now, you know what I'm actually obsessed with doing hmm. is looking at each of the characters and figuring out what their D&D character is. I so would, as has... of now, label Dustin as the bard. Like okay, the so charisma focus character. There is videos out there mm-hmm. where people have explained which characters are which. Mm. And uh, it also explains that uh, they did come out with a Dungeons and Dragons set of Stranger Things. So, so he, here's a here's, a, here's a couple things. They have the Dungeon Dragons. Smite has officially released their them uh, and game, uh, which and they had the whole um, picture of the, the letters on the wall. I didn't know what that meant. Now I, I do. Um, And then also Magic the Gathering also has cards for them, too. And it makes more sense now because I remember seeing one of Will saying like the boy, the boy who like lived or or, like the boy who like the dead boy or or something like that. It it was like something to do with like resurrection or whatever like that. And I never got that until after watching this where they play off his death and then he's back. It's like, how the heck are they going to write this one in? Is this yeah. kill this kid was dead? They have funeral and everything. Oh, dude, that that episode made my heart sink. Oh like, yeah, they really totally like darken this series up because I didn't think about them faking this death. I thought he was really dead, and that would explain just the normality. Like there is no like other realm because they don't really say anything, 
And then like he shows up and it's like his real body. And I was like, that's a real body. And then like, you know, Hopper opens it up. And it's like hot. And I was like, that is a very realistic body. Yeah. <laughs> like someone had to pay this person off. And then I was like, okay, now I'm starting to figure out what's going on in yeah. Illinois and in Indiana now. So I was like, it's, it's a crazy stuff. So uh, Joyce, Joyce Byers is Winona Ryder. Like that's the mom of Will. Mm-hmm. Um, but Austin, that episode, I was super confused when that episode played because when they're like, Will's dead, like he, he's been found. My brain instantly went like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would they kill off? The, this was the only character that the kids were going after. If Will was gone, does this become a revenge story? And I was very much like confused at what and why this would be a thing. And so whenever like things started being pointed to the idea that that's not actually Will, I instantly assumed, oh yeah, no, that's not Will. That's there. This is someone like faking or making up something real quickly. And I, I'm just not super big on it. I don't know who could say, but yeah. Um, man, what, what else Austin? Is there anything you specifically want to talk about? Uh, not really. This season's pretty cut and dry. Like it, there's to a degree into it. To a degree. It's one of those things that it's like, it's interesting. And I, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a, a definitely a good season. Are Do you need to go do something? You, you have that look on your face. I don't know what he's doing. He's just like, he's playing under the register. Oh, your dog, Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's, he's just like playing and I'm like, are you okay? But he's also like, he kept looking at me and was like, hey, I need to go outside. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him outside real quick. Okay. And uh, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, that's that's fair enough, Austin. That's that's how it works. I guess like, for me, um, I guess what I'll do real quickly uh, since all, this is a live show, Austin has to go off. I, I say this anytime he heads off. It's a live show, and we're not going to edit this out because this is how it is in the first place. But I don't know. It, for only being eight episodes, I was just kind of surprised with how much was shown. I, I guess it kind of makes sense with it being 45 minute episodes each. Well, 45 minutes each episode. But just the fact that I watched the first. Um, first time watching it i only watched two episodes and i i just stopped i'm just surprised Uh, i wouldn't actually say it kind of started off i didn't really get into it roughly until about chapter four maybe five is whenever i actually started like investing in it more um but i will say like obviously the cast that is kind of set up you have you have the kids and I guess Eleven is supposed to be the wizard because they keep calling her a wizard. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, though, I don't know. Uh, it's it's interesting. You have uh, Flynn who appears to be like the, I guess, a, a, a probably labeled like a paladin of some sort, like the, the moral compass of the group, like the one who's like, let's do this, let's do that. Uh, Dustin, I believe, is the bard because he's just... he he. Anytime that they need something, it's Dustin who has to do it. Like whenever they need him to talk to the teacher, it's Dustin. Dustin's the one who talks to it. And it's very similar in D&D, how you always have like, we have to convince this prince or something like this to help us out. What do we do? Ah, let's get the bard with high charisma to talk to him. Because 
it just makes sense and then i assume that lucas character is like the ranger because he's the one who has the slingshot he's he's like the distant shooter which was hilarious that they're like sitting there chucking rocks at this thing and it's just like i don't really care about you and then 11 just throws them out and they 100 percent thought for a bit that it was that last rock did that but nah man it was all 11. um i do hope that in later seasons they learn or have some ability to help themselves outside of 11 because 11's just carrying them hard they are not doing much other than just like dragging her along to kill things <laughs> man it, it, it's what it is you, no, you no, I, convince I really... convince me differently because like this yeah. whole season like everyone was dead if 11 wasn't there we even see like all those people with all those guns shooting at the demigory and it was fine like it just walked in the room and it's like hey sup babies nom nom <laughs> that, that is something that uh, that's another question that i'm confused about because like in the house they were able to trap the demigorgon set it on fire and beat it to a pulp with a, a bat and it was it, it it was bleeding it ran and it was fine meanwhile all these military people it spawns on them and they use machine guns rapid fire you hear hardcore gunfire mm -hmm. and it walks in there like nothing meanwhile before the one girl used the gun to shoot it multiple times and you saw every shot was like psh, blood psh, blood like it was taking like noticeable damage it just wasn't anywhere vital i cannot think that multiple machine guns it would shred this thing logistically things don't make sense still and i think it's just discrepancy that they didn't think about or anything of that sort it's the, it's fictional characters yeah <laughs> it's it's the concept austin of like the rules of the universe don't make sense now if if it would have been explained that the demigorgon was immune to this stuff outside of like mental or magic powers and only 11 could have dealt with him make more sense but then the kids shouldn't have had that much of a chance in the buyer's house they should have got like face rolled and all died but they were able to at least set on fire which could be labeled as like magical in some way because it's like hey fire damage is not physical damage i don't know things that may get explained in later seasons i don't know if they um i guess the, do they fight like different creatures than just the demigorgon or is it always the demigorgon uh, no, it's different things. Different things, okay. Are they also going to be like D&D related creatures? I, I assume yeah. like that's the yes. series, like the theme of the well, series. Well, so season two is heavy D&D. &D. Uh, season three is a love letter to a monster movie. Okay. And fourth season has not come out yet. Uh, there is a Oh, I thought the fourth season was out. No, the fourth season comes out probably... Um, probably 4th of July of next year, because they usually have these come out around 4th of July um, or during the time that they want it to come out. I think this first season came out during Christmas time um, mm. or no, 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 this came out during the summer. And then the second season came out during Christmas time. Uh, Cause at the end of, uh, what was it? Is it the end of this one? No, no, no. It was the end. It was season two. Yeah. Season two came around Christmas time because there's a, there's uh, Christmas themes in season okay. two so yeah because at the end of this you know, one is like christmas just july. happened yeah because the number three fourth of july comes out and they celebrate independence day and stuff in that one so um yeah so it's heavy D, &D and um i think season two 
mm-hmm. is man, it's it's a tie. Like mm. um, season one, I think is the worst. It's it's the interesting. It's entertaining to me, mm-hmm. but I think the story was just they were trying to develop it. Excuse me, and they just didn't know how to develop it correctly. And then you have some good writers now that develop a story that you start caring about these characters a lot more. And then these characters start becoming their own party in a way. Hmm. And it becomes very interesting. I think season two is a solid season, okay. but I can't say season two is my favorite because I do like season three a lot. Okay. Um, so basically what you're saying to me is yeah. t- stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. I think you're going to love season two. Mm-hmm. As much as I did. Uh, okay. And I, I'm excited to actually rewatch season two. I usually skip season one because season one is a little slow pacing. And season two is like a thrill ride. Like you okay. will, you'll probably binge watch it like I did. You cool. know, and season mm-hmm. three is the same way. You just binge <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, it, it works for me because mm-hmm. next week, Austin, we are not doing Stranger Things season two because... Right. We misplanned things a little bit. Next week we are doing what series, Austin? What 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 season? So we're gonna do Cowboy Bebop, the live action Netflix yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, when we first started, uh, you know, Frozen shows, I never watched Cowboy Bebop ever, ever, mm-hmm. and people got so mad about that. Like I had so many of my friends being like, "You've watched anime." but you've never watched Cowboy Bebop. And I was like, no. And they're like, it's one season. It's 26 episodes. They're 20 minutes long. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> I just not really into anime at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've heard about Cowboy Bebop, but like everyone else is like, you have to watch it. Like my buddy Andrew was like, that's my favorite anime. And then like, you know, my buddy Bruce and everyone else was like, you have to watch it. It's one of the best animes. And so then I found out that the live action series was going on mm-hmm. and the lead actor that plays Spike is uh, the guy from Harold and Kumar. Jonathan Chow. Jonathan Chow. Um, so it's on Netflix. Uh, Mama Burkhart asked, what se- what, uh, what's it on? Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So yeah, next week we'll be doing um, Cowboy Bebop and then we'll be back on to Stranger Things after that. Um, it's just one of those things that we, we mixed up our schedules. This week should have been Cowboy Bebop in Theorem. But giving a whole week to watch a series is better than giving only like three days to watch a series. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'll be honest, I already watched the whole thing. I, yeah, I binged it. So, um, we we could have done it, but we didn't want to do it. So next week, Cowboy Bebop live action on Netflix, and maybe after it or at some other time, we will do Cowboy Bebop the actual animated show mm-hmm. to uh, get our thoughts and feelings. I, I would like to know your thoughts and feelings, but I'm sure we'll talk about it next episode on live action line um so i have basically two weeks everyone has basically two weeks to watch um stranger things season two and then only one week to watch cowboy bebop which i'm sure a lot of people have started watching that to begin with so um yeah that's so stop watching tiger king guys and go watch cowboy bebop the live action version for this show (laughs) tiger king isn't that the like documentary yeah, season two came out this week too. Oh, I didn't even know they that was a season thing. I thought it was just a documentary yeah. show. It was, uh, but season two came out because they wanted to explain uh, some of the things that were going on. Because uh, even though the guy's huh. in jail, 
uh, most of his property and everything else was going on. So they started filming that too. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I, I never watched it. I, I had no interest in whatsoever. Um, the whole it, it was one of the manias that I skipped. I just didn't care about. It was just um, something during quarantine that like everyone was watching. So and I like documentaries. I like the weirdness. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with watching it, but I didn't. I'm not gonna watch season two. I think I had my fill of season one. And, uh, <laughs> I think like, that's I'm it. good. Uh, there's two. What one? Okay, so the Cowboy Bebop live action one is uh, the one that's in 2021. It's the one with real people, and then Cowboy <laughs> Bebop is the anime with characters yeah, that are drawn. Yeah, just lo- watch the live action one, the the one with actual people over here. You'll yeah, you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Well, I believe that will be it for our show today. Is there anything you would like to tell people or say to anyone? Uh, I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. Drive safe. I know that I'm going out to Pittsburgh on Wednesday to pick you up for yep, yep. Thanksgiving, and I know that sometimes we get caught up in the things of this world and we don't realize that we need to be thankful for everything. I'm thankful that, you know, um, I, I'm doing this podcast, mm. you know, like I've, I've been really struggling with wanting to do a podcast ever since, you know, like my last thing that I used to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I want to be part of something like this. And, and, and I'm excited. I'm really happy mm. to be part of it. And I'm glad. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for like everyone that's like showing up and watching us live and, talking and you know i've i've had people call me they're like hey man did you dude i love closer enough close enough you know like <laughs> you know, more people are watching us now and mm-hmm. you know they're listening to us because they can't really stay up until 11. yeah you know, no 11 Monday, is very unreasonable i i explain that to people that i'm like yeah. we do it live at 11. we don't get a lot of people because who wants to watch something at 11 p.m yeah. but it's on podcast form that's where most people kind of like yeah. listen to us and it's it's enjoyable and I agree, Austin. I, I enjoy it because it gets me time to hang out with you. It's more time just talking about shows, which is something that I didn't realize how much I enjoyed, um, especially with you. So, all right. Well, Austin, thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank you, everyone, so much out there who joined me this week. And see you guys next time as we watch Cowboy Bebop, the live-action adaptation version. Till next time, thanks for tuning in.